0: Welcome to Over 40 Nutrition Health Coach The Podcast. I'm your host, Huneida Belasfer, Master Integrative Nutrition Health Coach and Advanced Grief Recovery Method Specialist. You are the creator of your life, and the most valuable gift you can give yourself is being healthy, authentic, and free. Join me in this inspiring invitation to transformation, joy, and love. Hi everybody and welcome to episode number 7. Do you feel like no matter how hard you are working to make your life great, no matter how much you have accomplished or how good you feel about yourself, there is still one area of your life where you feel powerless to create the success you deserve? Have you considered your excuses? This is the subject of this episode. If you examine this area, you will indeed find one or more excuses that have more power than your commitment to your goal. If you observe your previous success, whether in your personal life or your career, you will notice that you didn't allow your excuses to stop you. You certainly had them, but you wanted to succeed so badly that you choose not to bite into them. You consciously or unconsciously choose to focus on your dream, You had a clear vision and you persevered to stay focused on your goal. You took the right actions and you never doubted yourself. You were living free from excuses and justification. Or at least you chose not to pay them any attention. And the success made you feel proud and satisfied with yourself. You understand then that living with a vision for your inspiring life is your best antidote to the chronic use of the excuses and self-sabotage. Excuses are known as the backdoor that you leave open in case the chase of your dreams is challenging and you want to escape. They are your attempts to sabotage yourself from fulfilling your goals and behaving as a responsible, powerful, creative way to honor your commitment to yourself. This podcast is the third episode of a series of podcasts about self-sabotage. I'm hosting an online two-day workshop on overcoming self-sabotage, and I will remind you of the details at the end of this podcast, so keep listening. Excuses transfer all your inner power over the outer circumstances and strip away your ability to create results. They sabotage your dreams for the future and keep you bound to the past. When allowed to camouflage as the truth, your excuses have the ability to ruin your best-led plan and rob you of having the life you deserve. Your excuses are automatic. They take no thinking or creativity. We all have them, we all use them, and we all pretend that we are powerless by them. Some of our excuses are clear and some are so subtle that it takes a very keen eye to expose them. Some excuses are loud, restricting messages, easy to hear. Others are quietly whispering in your ears. You hear something like, It's not my fault. I couldn't help it. My family needed me. I needed this person to do this part before I can do this. I can not do it. Oh my gosh, it's too big. I don't have enough money. I'm too stressed out. I have a headache. Business is bad. All over. I'll do it next week. I'll start tomorrow. I want to give some examples so you can understand how excuses are affecting your health and your life. If you have lost a pet in your life, you have probably heard these comments. Oh, it's just a dog. I'll get you a new one. As if it was a toy. Don't be sad. Have a cookie. As if eating will prevent you from feeling sad. Or you probably heard someone telling you, at least you had him for X period of time. As if you should be content for having him before losing him. Or the worst common statement is, time will heal, as if time has the power to raise your hurt and heal your broken heart. All these comments are said by people who didn't know how to deal with losses. They transferred false beliefs from one generation to another, creating powerful excuses to not deal with losses in a healthy way. Some of us, Minimize the life of pets. We think that because they are smaller than us in size, they are less important. When a pet dies, we may think also that the death of a pet is less important than the death of a person. We believe that we will get over the loss easily because it's just a pet. Some of us may even believe that pets are inferior to human beings, that we are hunters and survivors and pets are meant to serve us. At the physical level, the material world, the illusion, the reflection of what is inside you, it is true that pets have smaller bodies than ours. However, at the spiritual level, it's different. At the spiritual level, the invisible world, the non-material world, we are all souls, and we are all equal. Souls have no shape and no boundaries. They are free from labels and boxes. In that case it's impossible to say that the soul of a pet is less important than the soul of a person when a pet dies it affects us a lot because we were attached to our pets we created habits and precious moments of unconditional love and pleasant adventures when our pet dies we feel sad hurt guilty and despair and we find the void so painful when someone tells us it's okay it's just a dog or just a cat They are giving us excuses to hide and numb our feelings. Because we feel shame and we don't want to show that we are hurt and misunderstood by their comments, we use those excuses to isolate ourselves and cover our shame. When we hear just have another dog or a cat, we hear other excuses to minimize our hurt and disappointment. No one can replace the loss. No one can tell us how we feel or how we grieve. All souls are unique and our relationship with them is unique as well. We are deeply hurt by the death of a pet as much as we are hurt by the death of a family member because our pets are considered like our family members and sometimes we love them even more than other human beings. Maybe the intensity of our feelings and emotions varies but they are equally important and valid. When we are hurt, we feel sad, and when we feel sad, we do things to hurt ourselves and hurt other people around us. That's how we sabotage ourselves, our relationships, and our life in general. We don't deal with our hurts; We find excuses to perpetuate the sadness. To remediate and help yourself when you are hurt, you need to take action. Do something about it. And reading books or talking to other people is not enough. Don't wait until you feel pain and you dwell on it and you become a victim of your circumstances. Because you will find excuses to work more, eat more, fight more, shop more, watch more TV, drink more, smoke more, and do anything in excess to relieve yourself from your pain quickly. When you feel like a victim, you sabotage yourself. How? You see yourself as small, powerless, and incapable. You sabotage yourself by limiting yourself and ignoring your potential, your strength, and your intelligence. To avoid all that drama you created in your life and avoid feelings of failure and insecurity, stop sabotaging yourself by listening to your excuses and start taking action that will give you results. When you are hurt, ask for help. Invest in well-being. When you lose a beloved one, you grieve. The excuse of time will heal, will never solve your hurt. Or ease your broken heart and soft grief tend to accumulate and create tension in your life anger depression and loss of energy free yourself from the past and create space for the new to come you can't have something new in your life when you are loaded with hurt pain sadness and all the heavy energy you're stuffed in your body come work with me or ask the universe, God, the angels, archangels, all being of light, your higher self, and your guide to help you elevate your hurt and move on with your life and feel good again. The excuse of hurt will hook you to the past and make you feel miserable, unsatisfied, fearful, and depressed. Explore your hurt by yourself or get help to heal and feel free. You can also join us for the upcoming two-day workshop where you can stop sabotaging yourself in a very affordable way. Do something, anything, just take action. If you find yourself crying, regretting the past, wishing things were different or remembering that last painful moments with your pet, you are certainly still grieving and no one can save you except you. Observe your excuses about money, about time. Do you believe that the life of a pet is less important? and that the loss will fade with time? They are just excuses to keep you a victim and attract the sympathy of people around you. But be mindful that your excuses are preventing you from caring for and loving yourself. If you take action and you are not satisfied with the results, you need to review your actions. Either you didn't take the right action, or you didn't take enough action, or you didn't take any action at all, Like I said previously, reading a book or talking about your loss are not actions. They are ways to inform you and comfort you. Only actions will help you move through and beyond grief. Do something. Don't wait for someone to save you because no one will do it except you. Love yourself and help yourself. Here are other examples of excuses we are using without even realizing it. Do you find yourself working hard to save your family, taking care of everyone else and even trying to save the world? Do you find that everyone else is either incompetent or an idiot? Does it make you feel good to be the hero? If you answer yes, you are probably excusing yourself for being a martyr. If you are a mom, you probably relate to this. If you believe that lifting the heavy weight will prevent your family from falling apart or that you can handle everything alone to serve others or try hard to make the world a better place, you need to consider that your martyr way of being and acting is your excuse for not taking care of yourself. And as a confirmation, you may feel resentment toward people you helped and they let you down because you were expecting them to take care of your needs the same way you took care of theirs. Being a martyr is your excuse to cover up how much you feel guilt, shame and never enough and you end up feeling deeply hurt because you are doing so much and trying so hard but never feeling satisfied or appreciated. And you sabotage yourself by becoming self-absorbed and single-minded, getting whipped by those around you. And to cover all these up, you find other excuses to believe that you are above the rest of the incompetent people. But being a martyr is your excuse to not deal with your shame of being irresponsible, self-absorbed, out of control, powerless, disposable, and useless. Your only way to feel better is to look for validation outside of you to ease your deep hurt, pain, and suffering. On the other side, if you've been hammered by life, survived a very difficult childhood, or grew up in a very unhealthy family, robbing you of your self-expression, dignity, and freedom, you may act like a tough person too cool to care, too cold to connect from the heart and very aggressive. You use your toughness and abrasiveness as an excuse to cover up your rage, hurt and disappointment and protect your venerable, sensitive self with a heart shield. Have you considered that your excuses are making you and other people feel bad? avoiding connections and living an aloof life, or attacking easily because you feel threatened by others are your excuses to act tough and break the rules. If you are a man, you believe that being a tough guy will save you. If you are a woman, you believe that your toughness will protect your sensitivity and insecurity by pretending to be impenetrable. Men and women are using the excuse of being tough to hide their shame of feeling powerless, weak, needy, vulnerable, wimpy, disappointed, and deeply sad about how life and people treated them. If you continue pretending that your excuses are valid without questioning them and without taking responsibility for the way you harm yourself and others, you will keep being blind and part of the problem as a victim. And all the good deed of the world won't clean out the damage you are creating in your own life and the life of others. What excuses are you using to hold on to your resentments? Are you trying to prove that you were right and someone else is wrong? Are you still trying to change your past or maybe you are trying to control your present circumstances? No matter what your excuses are, if you want to have a life greater than the one you have right now, you must move beyond your excuses and face your shame your sorrow, your regrets, and your pain. You must take responsibility for your needs, your well-being, and the life that you've been chosen to experience consciously or unconsciously. You must give up your excuses and your self-pity, your denial, and your projection, and live with authenticity as your true self. You need to overcome the excuses that kept you hidden behind your toughness or martyr's personality that protect yourself from the pain of your broken heart your excuses, your rationalization, your justification, and your arguments are all sabotaging you and holding you back. You are not powerless, you are not small, and you are not incapable. You are just hiding. Instead, you are perfectly capable of making a decision right now to heal your heart and make peace with your past. You are not powerless over asking for help, there is hope and you do have the power to choose something different for yourself, for your family, for your environment, for all of us as human beings. You must confront the lies that drive your excuses. You may want to get out of the passenger seat and drive your own car that will take you wherever you want to go in life. If you're not sure you're ready to make this change, just think about this. A negative incident that happened to you in the past caused you pain and And now it has the power to control you and ruin the rest of your life? Do you really want to let incidents from your past dictate the rest of your life? Do you want your excuses to rob you of your future? Aren't you fed up with this same BS you are telling yourself every day and every moment? Do you trust your excuses to deliver you a great life? You may say, but I tried. I can do it. I'm stuck. It's not me who is the problem. It's my husband. It's my wife. It's my mother. It's my boss. It's my co-worker. My accountant. My brother. It's my son. They did it to me. Yes, you are probably right, but now you are the one doing it to yourself. You are the one who is allowing emotional toxin to rob you of happiness, peace, and emotional freedom. You are the one who continuously shame yourself for your behaviors and the bad behaviors of others and you are the only one who can stop it. Love all that you have hated. Love all that you have made wrong. Love your human experience as a complex part of nature and know that we are here for one reason, to free our souls, live from our authentic self, experience, enjoy, share, love, help and inspire others to do the same. What affects you affects me because we are all connected in our heart as spiritual being. If you want to make profound progress toward your goals, you need to come to join us on Saturday and Sunday, April 29th and 30th, 2023. I will be hosting an online two-day workshop about overcoming self-sabotage. You will have an opportunity to join from any part of the world via Zoom and free yourself from the grip of your excuses. Once you are free, you can create more love, more fulfillment, more success, and more joy in your life, and feel worthy of having the life that you want. You can learn more about the Overcome and Self-Sabotage Workshop on my website, www.welcomeyourdream.com workshop. And if you sign up with a friend, each of you will have a very good discount. Spots are limited. First come, first served. Registration ends on April 22nd, 2023. You will choose the area of your life that you want to improve, perhaps your finances, maybe your health or relationships. You stop sabotaging yourself when you stop procrastinating. What is waiting for you is magic. Trust and follow your heart. I will be dedicating the next few podcasts on self-sabotage There will be different subjects to address, which is the answer to your setbacks, discouragement and failures to reach your goals. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's been my pleasure. If you did find some valuable tips, please take a minute to follow this podcast. It will only get better. And be sure to share it and tell your friends about it on Facebook and Twitter and all your other social media sites. I will truly appreciate the social media love. Thanks again for listening, and I can't wait to connect with you again. I love you, and bye for now. I'm Honeida Belasfer. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to check out my programs. Join me over at www.welcomeyourdream.com. I would love to support you. If you haven't yet, go to Apple and Spotify Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another conversation.